Good morning. It's time to get up with Dak and one that he'd love to have back. Now the boys fall back in the pack and the whack attack of Flack is all the way back. We'll start there. Then, oh, how about the Giants? A win no one saw coming. Wait till you hear what that meant to the NFC playoff picture. And then what the actual heck was that? Did you see how the Patriots lost? Was it the single worst moment of Bill Belichick's coaching career? We'll answer all those questions after a sensational Sunday as we get up with you starting right now. The sun is thinking and ready to go. Are you not fired up today, Brandon? Danny O's ready to go. Ryan and Rex are here. Let's roll it. Cowboys fans, how we doing? Well, they're not doing so well. I see you guys in my mentions. Where we begin in Jacksonville. Cowboys, Jaguars, Dallas can wrap up a playoff berth with a win. Second quarter, Dak Prescott already up 7-0, and here's a shot to Hendershot. Greeny, you know me. I love when the Cowboys put multiple tight ends on the field. They do their double post wheel versus a linebacker. Good start for their offense. And they're up 21-7, but wait. Here comes Trevor Lawrence looking for Zay Jones, who had himself a great season yesterday. Stay aggressive in the second half. Move the quarterback. You double move double the move. corner, and it's a great throw on the run by Trevor Lawrence. 27-17, ensuing Cowboys possession. What in the world? World is Dak it's doing? Second and eighteen, though. You don't don't have to force these situations if the quarterback arm gets hit a little bit. But trying to do too much that is a massive takeaway yeah. for that Jacksonville defense. Turns the whole game, RC, and they turn it into this to Marvin Jones. They go right back at Kelvin Jones if we get the out route perfect throw by Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars are on the move. 27-24, and wait, there's more. Christian Kirk. Yeah, really impressive yesterday what by Trevor hit. Lawrence versus man coverage at the line of scrimmage. You get that little rubber pick route, beautiful throw on the sideline. And then on the third and goal, it's Lawrence. Boom! Great Zay, job. Zay Jones again. Perfect coverage by Dallas and a great job of reacting and adjusting by Trevor Lawrence. Frustration on the Dallas sideline. Cowboy possession, third and six. Prescott, Noah Brown. Really nice job by Dak Prescott. Spins out to his yeah. left, finds Noah yeah. Brown, who had a big afternoon. Comes back to the football. Great playoff by number four. Cowboys up 34-31. What a game, but then what a play from Trevor Lawrence. Because Trevor Lawrence gets out of the pocket, he's going to get down the field. You think he's going to get the big play. Ball pops out, J. Ron Curse. Michael Parsons on the hustle. It's a football recovery. You say, okay, here it is. The Dallas Cowboys win the game. Let's shake hands like nerds and go home. <laughs> they could have won it, but wait, on the third and ten, this is what they do. Probably the worst play call that you could have in this situation. Third and ten, everybody runs down the field. It's yeah. low probability completion rate. Not a good play call. We'll hear from the coach on it in a minute. Meantime, here comes Trevor Lawrence, Zay Jones. That's a first them in field goal range. Five seconds left. 48 yards from Riley Patterson for the tie. Stay there, ball. Stay there, ball. We're going to overtime. And that's how this finishes it. Cowboys' first possession of the OT. This is a third down. Ray Sean Jenkins is the hero. Not Dak Prescott's fault. Moves a little bit in the yep. pocket. Throws exactly where it needs to be for exactly Noah Brown. To be. Ball pops off his chest right into Jacksonville's hands. Jenkins had his second pick of the day. It's a pick six to end it. A off pick. The Jaguars win it 40-34. to Decision there is, you know, offensively, you know, play a conservative and and uh, run the ball to take the time off, off the, you know, or you try to end the game. So, I mean, it's it's a pretty simple decision, you know. And when it converts, it's it's a great call. When it doesn't, it gets you get criticized for it. 
Well, he's right about that. It's time to criticize him. It, 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 <laughs> because it's one yeah. thing to go for the win in that situation, to try and put the game away. It's another thing, and Dan has been railing about the specific play that they called. What did we think? Yeah, it was like all go special. You got three verticals in there, and, and you got usually one underneath route, but he never even considered the underneath route. Like, there's a million plays you can come up with, and that, like, you're trying to get the win. I get it. So what he says is accurate. But why the hell would you go to that play? Right. And all goes to – like, you know the odds of hit one of those deep passes? I think 10%. Yeah, 10% in yeah. that situation. It wasn't called for. That's a, that's a first down call. That's not a third down game on the line call. And it was just a horrendous decision. But you know what? Typical Dallas decision. I, I would call that if I was Cincinnati. I, I would not call that if I was the Dallas but Cowboys. But Cincinnati have – they have number Jamar one. Jamar Chase. Two, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think there's two <laughs> options in that situation for that third and ten call. Number one, since Jacksonville has one timeout, you just call a run. We're not going to make get them the use down. it. Make right. them use it. The second thing is this. Call a pass play. I don't mind the Cowboys calling a pass play. I mind the fact that they literally ran three guys down the field. If you want to call a pass play, let's give the quarterback a couple different options. And what you tell him is this. Hey, if you don't love it, eat it. Eat it. Don't throw it away. Take the sack. Eat it. Take a sack. Make a three or four-yard lo- four loss. Mm-hmm. Then it forces Dallas's defense, or excuse me, Jacksonville, to use their final timeout. I hate the fact that that was the play that they went to. I also hate the fact that they didn't throw the ball to CeeDee Lamb. Yep. I don't understand Noah Brown had made some plays. CeeDee Lamb is by far yeah. the one guy that's making plays Throw it on to the your mind. Here's the point. They lost that game a lot of different ways. You can focus on one play, and that seems we all hated the play that they ran there. But at the end of the day, what is the word that we use to describe this Cowboys team this morning? Soft. That's who it is. Dallas yeah. is soft. Simple as that. And, and what's soft about it? Well, how about their defense? Is this the 85 Bears everybody's telling me about? <laughs> this team stinks on defense. All right? Now, I love it. Everybody, they're so overrated. We're going to give Micah Parsons the defensive player of the year. Treat him like he's Deacon Jones. You're going to – Dan Quinn, you say, oh, he's Buddy Ryan. Hell no. He ain't even Rex Ryan. He ain't even Rob Ryan. So, to me, it's like this team is absolutely soft. They gave up 200 rushing yards to Jacksonville. All right? They, they gave up over 500 yards in this game, 40 points to Jacksonville. By the way, this is the same team that Micah Parsons – you play Jacksonville. Uh, you, you'll play Philly until this week coming up. And by the way, the game means nothing because you couldn't get the job done. Here's how good this, how great this pass rush is for Dallas. Mm-hmm. All right. The last two games against two of the worst offensive lines in the league, they got one sack in 72 dropbacks. Uh, is this the 85 bear? Uh, I don't think so. You're soft as Charmin right here, and that's how this team plays. I mean, I think Charmin gets a bad rap. <laughs> the soft. Get that <laughs> stuff is soft. <laughs> to be honest with you. I mean, when you look at when you look at this game, the, the bigger problem for the Dallas Cowboys is you do need a corner. And I have to apologize to Dan. Dan mentioned the Anthony Brown injury being a big deal, but I knew they had Deron Bland, who would work the outside in regular and oaky situations. And then they bring in Kelvin Joseph and sub, and he got absolutely abused. 69 yards on, on two touchdowns. Trevor Lawrence only goes for about 250. And now the other thing is this. We can't lose doing what we're supposed to do well, right? If we're up on a team, everybody's saying the way 
for the Cowboys to win is to get up, rush the passer. Right. They got up. They didn't rush the passer in the way that they were supposed to. You lose the game. Trevor Lawrence absolutely goes crazy in the second half, and he's the best quarterback on the field. And now, this time, this isn't a Dak Prescott conversation. Dak Prescott did not lose this game. This was an organizational failure, much like the organizational failures we started to see going toward the end of the season last year. Right. Mike McCarthy again at the podium explaining away the mistakes of a team, yeah. explaining away being undisciplined. The, the, the Dallas Cowboys, and I'm going to say it, they started feeling themselves, right? Oh, the yeah. Dallas Cowboys got to a point where they were like, man, Greeny's right. We are really good. We are going to go to the Super Bowl. Did you see the FPI? FPI got us number one. Caesars putting all the Caesars. money on us. Now, we're not focusing on the little things, which they were when Cooper Rush was playing, because everybody had to be right. Right. Now we feel we could just go out there. We got Dak. We got Tony. We got Zeke. We got Micah. We're going to win. That's not going to work. Yeah. So if this team doesn't become more disciplined, if they don't forget that they got a freaking star on their helmet that hasn't mattered the last 30 years, then they're going to be home week one. That's well said. I think for me, RC and Rex, it's this. Like, the team that's playing better and the team that's quarterback is playing better won the football game. Mm. There's no question about it. And I I felt Jacksonville was going to win this game because if you just watch this team play in in comparison, and I told everybody, Cowboys fans, I told y'all, the way that you guys have been playing the past couple weeks, you haven't been playing good football. And that's why you lost to a team that has been playing better football. The quarterback for Jacksonville was the better player yesterday, and he has been for the last month. Here's the reality for you guys, Cowboys fans. Your offensive line got whooped at the line of scrimmage. CD's the only one on the outside that's making plays, and the quarterback continues to give the ball away. I have a question for you guys as defensive guys. I'm not trying to make a hot take here. When was the last time that we watched the Cowboys game and said, oh, Parsons and, and Diggs were phenomenal? You yeah. tell me. I don't, well, I don't I'm want gonna, to. I'm going to say this. Right. I'm going to say this about Trayvon Diggs. They don't give him chances anymore. What do you right? mean? That's so, smart. So, so last year, yeah. they don't last, throw year his way. last year he gave yeah. up yardage. So you were looking at him saying, yeah, he might pick it, but I also may be able to get a double move. I may be able to use his eyes against him. He's actually been a better cover corner, making hard, making you gain hard yards. And it's, so they go the other way. Now, for Michael Parsons, I think it's, it's a difference when you had the element of surprise when I was going to use you in a certain spot. Now teams can find him. They know where Michael Parsons is going to line up, and they're blocking him that way. Yeah, Michael Parsons is a freak. I yep. mean, uh, but every single team knows, hey, he's over here. Yep. Here's our protection and yep. all that type of stuff. But this team, Dix is right. People, that why, w- why would you throw over there? Yep. So they've learned not to. But this team, look, Dak Prescott, the great thing is, he's going to get blamed for this thing. It's not him. That's not him. He's okay. the only guy on that team that's not soft. So, to me, he takes accountability. He, he gives you a chance. But the rest of your team better step up and be the team you're supposed to be. Well, I'm going to give you a word for the Dallas Cowboys. Wild card. That's what they're going to be. The division fell away from them yesterday. Who else is going to be one? Giants, Commanders, last night, if he didn't stay up late. Tremendous drama at the end of this game. Controversy, in fact. Let me show you what happened because we know the winner was enormously good position in the playoff picture. Kayvon Thibodeau, what a coming out for I mean, breakout game. He was a dominant player in both the run and the pass. Comes off the left edge, sack, fumble, touchdown. And then later in the second, it's the Giants. It's a fourth down play. We give Daniel Jones a lot of tough on this show. He made some big time throws and tough moments. And then snap it directly to Saquon. This is a great play call. Get the football to Saquon. Student body left. Touchdown, New York Giants. 18 play, 97 yard drive. 
Giants up 14-3 at halftime. Now, Taylor Heineke, I like this play. You got to take your shot at yeah. some point versus this Giants defense. They give it up to Jahan Dotson, goes and just outstretches the defender. A huge needed play for this offense. Later in the drive, Heineke on a third and four, dropping back. He's looking for an opportunity. You know, the ball's going to come out. The Giants defensive line was really good yesterday. Credit Brian Dable for challenging this play in this moment. That was yeah. a huge yeah. turnover. Huge turnover. Last chance, Commanders. A buck 47 to go. How about oh, shot. the toe tap? I, I, I love the throw by Heineke. Look at the feet. Just the Ooh. right leg and then the left footy down. Yeah. Great catch by Samuel. And then it's Heineke escaping pressure when he takes it down to the one. Listen, right here, you see that Heineke's going to get ready to jump into the end zone. He clips his feet a little bit, and this is one of the biggest plays of the night finished by Kayvon. So here's how it ends. Watch the, on, the, on the right side of your He's screen. He's asking for the line. Terry and then he confirms. Is asking, am asking I set for the up line. okay? That's exactly right. He's asking the official, am I lined up okay? He gives him the thumb, and then the official immediately throws the flag. Inexplicable. No touch down. Commanders move back five yards. Fourth and six. RC. Blatant pass interference. This is pass interference. You watch on the finish on the play. The left arm's going to be on the shoulder. Curtis Samuel can't even get his hand up to catch the football. It's a broken up pass, but that's a call where the referees and officials swallowed their whistle late in the game. Two plays at the finish that cost the commanders maybe the game Maybe the playoffs, 20 to 12, the Giants escape. It's just that close. So where does it leave everybody? The Giants in. The Washington Commanders in some trouble. Giants have a 90-plus percent chance of getting into the playoffs. Commanders just a half a game ahead of Seattle and Detroit for the final wild card spot. We're just getting started on this Monday. Coming up next, Eagles won again yesterday. Wasn't easy. We'll tell you why we saw some red flags from the best team in the NFL. And then... The lateral collateral. This may very well have been the worst. <laughs> lateral, lateral collateral. Look at you, Greeny. I love it. This might be the worst play of the NFL season, and it might cost a team the playoffs. You'll see it <laughs> next. Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 
Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Get Up is brought to you by Cricket. Smile, you're on Cricket. Next stop, Eagles-Bears yesterday. Uh, okay, uh, uh, Ryan Clark, this is a second and 27, and this is a play that just <laughs> defies description. Listen, I had a homeboy in college that couldn't say T's when they were connected, and he would just always scream, it don't matter, and it does not matter when Justin Fields is in the pocket. If you get pressure on him, if you try to tackle him downfield, if it wasn't for his KD, Big toe. This is one of the best touchdown runs of the entire season. It's still one of the best runs of the season. It just isn't a touchdown as he was ruled yes, out. Yes, it is. <laughs> it should have been. It don't matter. <laughs> it don't matter. Uh, this is David Montgomery. Uh, he scores. Bears miss the extra point. They're up 6-3. Then, Dan, ensuing Eagles drive. Jalen Hurts. What is going on? Yeah, he expects Watkins to really flatten that mm-hmm. versus man coverage. And I think Watkins drifts a little bit upfield. That allows the overplaying safety to get that interception. A second takeaway for this Bears defense. Yeah, Hurts' second pick of the day. That's unlike him. This one's more like him. Third and three from the 37. Yeah, too many of these yesterday, though, but I love the slot fade for Devontae Smith. You do that to create all that space to the sideline. That is an absolutely perfect throw by Jalen Hurts. And then Rex, how about him taking it by himself up the middle, untouched? Yeah, nice job. Come on, defense. Are you kidding me? Rex, he hates that defense. Oh, my God. That one's for 22. Eagles up 10-6 at the half. Nine minutes left in the third. Fields, Montgomery again. I love that he realizes the pressure. There's not enough people for the coverage. And then he drops down and sidearms that ball to Montgomery. And then as good as Devontae Smith is. Oh, AJ. my goodness. AJ. What a perfect throw. <laughs> I mean, it's freaking perfect. How many times have we said that about Jalen this year? Yeah. What voice was that you were doing there? Oh, my goodness. Uh, that's AJ Brown. <laughs> 68 yards. Hurts punches it in. 25-20 is the final. Hurts 376 total yards as the Eagles get the win. It wasn't always pretty against a team that battles, although seldom wins. Rex, did you wake up this morning? <laughs> what type of comp? The Bears. Kind of casual the stray Bears. for the Bears. Well, they do, right? They play people tough, right. and then they lose. I, I got this girl I want you to meet. She's got a great personality. Great personality. Very nice. No, no, and, Super and, smart. One way or another, what I'm trying to ask you is, do we feel better or worse this morning about the Eagles than we did yesterday? No, I feel better about better. the Eagles. Better for the win. I know Dano's going to be going crazy. No, I feel better. Why? Look, here's why. Their defense played a phenomenal game. Albeit, you got Superman over there. He makes, I mean, yeah. they did nothing offensively in the structure of the game mm-hmm. that, that hurt the Eagles. It was just that they got this crazy guy at quarterback here. <laughs> so he's going to make you look bad at times. Yeah. But they did have six quarterback sacks in a game. Yeah. And they played great on defense. The quarterback had a terrible game. Threw for over 300 yards. Terrible. And, game. by the way, three rushing touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. 
terrible game Come on. by, by Jalen Hurts. So, to me, that was a great game by the Eagles. And, and they found a way know. to win, but you didn't like it. Well, first of all, if Ryan Poles, the general manager for the Bears, is good at his job, and I hope that he is, they're going to be Super Bowl contenders in 2024 with Justin Fields. The Eagles have moments this season, and yesterday was another one, where they forget who they are. Mm. They become so over-aggressive, so chasing the big play. This is second and ten, and you're going to get a three-man concept. Back in the flat, corner route, and shallow. RC knows this. The defenders got outside leverage on that corner route. Just throw the shallow cross. Mm -hmm. But we're, like, chasing these big plays because we want to just go create them. Second and nine, you're going to get all-out pressure. Instead of just getting the ball out of your hands and throw that shallow cross, it's like, let me go try to make a big play because right now I feel like our offense hasn't operated the way we want. Or fourth and six, you're going to get motion. No one is going to run with the motion. This is an easy conversion. Instead, we're going to force this ball on the, the, the slant to A.J. Brown. That's a touchdown. So we can overlook this stuff yeah. against the Bears. But if you do that against on Christmas Eve against the Cowboys, you're going to lose. Yesterday, Jalen Hurts threw the ball downfield 20 or more yards 12 times. Mm -hmm. 12 times. Too much. That's the most of any quarterback in the NFL this year. They get into these moments where it's like it's not only the refusal to run the ball, it's how they're throwing the ball. It's We, we want to create, and I think it messes their offense up. That was bad football yesterday. Give me a quick thought. Well, I think, think the big thing is this. Jalen Hurts hasn't earned enough in my in my estimation or my opinion to have a bad game and I just excuse it so when the game started I was like this is it this is Jalen Hurts's bad game we have to go in tomorrow and talk about will he be able to rebound from the adversity he rebounded that day yep. he showed the poise he showed the skill that he's gained and I agree it wasn't his best game Dan but it was a down game that ends up in over 350 yards total <laughs> offense and a win and they wound up getting the win we'll have, we'll have more on that as we go but I have to show you how this game ended yesterday if you weren't watching New England against the Raiders. <coughs> it's tied in the final seconds, and then this. And Jacoby Myers picks it up. He circles back, and he throws it across the field. Oh it's picked up by Chandler Jones. He breaks away to the 30. He runs to the 20. He runs to the 10. He runs to the end zone. Unreal! This might be one of the dumbest teams I've ever seen. <laughs> That's Raiders radio. It, it, we have to have seen really how that play began. It was a yeah. running play to Ramondre Stevenson, who was told just to go down. Instead, he laterals it to Jacoby Myers. This is how the play begins. Again, with zero seconds left, and, and he laterals it for no obvious reason. Really, really smart by Chandler Jones to miss the first tackle, which allows Ramondre Stevenson to do dumb things, and then Jacoby Myers does something even stupider. Rex, that's Bill Belichick's team that just did that yesterday, and it might have cost them a playoff spot. What do we say? Yeah, I just think it's absolutely ridiculous. Look, Belichick's like everybody else, is like, what the hell are we doing here? But the guy tries to make a play, and I'll tell you, this is where they get in trouble. So here's the pitch. As soon as he turns around, now they're in trouble. Yeah. Because now they're thinking, we're going to do this. Well, we see this happen all the time. And here's the great thing. We mentioned Chandler Jones missed a tackle. He was smart as hell because in that situation, 
at the end of a game, you always defend against the quarterback. And, and they were actually in position to do it that just in case well, I think, New England's stupid I, I think enough to, we to need continue to, be, to play, We need to be play. very clear for people who have seen this play before. Yeah. The game was tied. Yeah. They yeah. were going to be able to go into overtime. This isn't a situation to where they were losing. And that's the reason it's it, it's a dumb play and dumb decisions by the Patriots. It's, I, it's important for us to point out Jacoby Myers after the game handled this like an absolute like a pro. pro. He like he said, totally on me. I'm not blaming Ramondre for his lateral this was just a design run. I tried to do too much and go make a play. I think this is the broad example of I do not believe this is a very well-coached football team, mm. certainly offensively in New England. I do think defensively, offensively, and I'm not saying this was a design or in, it's all on the coaches, but at some point, when you look at the totality of the season, this is a poorly coached offensive unit. Well, look, it's another way you just said, like benefit of the doubt. Bill Belichick gets the yes. benefit of the doubt yeah. more than absolutely anyone. That's one of the worst yeah. plays and worst ways to lose a game in NFL history. No doubt. Mm-hmm. As we continue, uh, more from Dak and the Cowboys. They couldn't put Jacksonville away when they had the chance. And no one is happier than Stephen A. Schmidt. You don't want to miss his reaction next. Dell Tech Fest starts now. To thank you for 40 unforgettable years, Dell Technologies is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, where you can make the everyday easier with Windows 11. Unleash more possibilities with cutting-edge systems, their most advanced features, and great prices. Plus, curate your dream setup with deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com deals, you'll have access to state-of-the-art technology to match your forward-thinking spirit and free shipping on everything. Anniversary savings await you for a limited time only at dell.com slash deals. That's dell.com slash deals. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Get up, bottom of the hour, Jacksonville yesterday. Cowboys-Jags, fourth quarter. Jacksonville down three after what had been a back-and-forth second half. Trevor Lawrence is emerging, Dan, as a young star in the sport. I love the reaction here. Cowboys really are in a great defense for the play call, and he just says, I'm going to be a football player, and just a lightning-quick release. That's the reaction from the other side, not quite as enthusiastic. So the Cowboys get it back. They're losing. They need a big play from their quarterback, and they get one. Yeah, really nice play. Third down in the red zone, spins out to his left, and touchdown 
touchdown is needed, and then Noah Brown does a really nice job of coming back to the football. Cowboys retake the lead. Jacksonville winds up with it. 12 seconds to play. They need some yards, and they need to get down, and they get both. Zay Jones, field goal range. Greeny, that's such a tough play. Like, move to your left, be full speed, flip your hips, and get that ball off. Gives a chance for them to tie the field. Tie the game with a field goal. Which they do. Riley Patterson from 48. Cowboys get it first in the overtime. But by now, you've probably seen what happens. Is this one on Dak Prescott? Absolutely not. This is a shallow cross to yeah. Noah Brown. The ball hits him. It's Catch actually thrown for him to be a little bit protected yes. from Jenkins from a big hit. Goes off his chest in easy ball. interception. So my first reaction was I can't wait to see what Stephen A. has to say about the Cowboys losing this game. And the good news is he's already said it. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't I tell you? You see, it's just about patience. That's all I said. You were up 27 to 10. You thought you had it, didn't you? You thought you had it. But the sun happened. Sun happened. And that's exactly what's coming. Oh, you cowboy fans out there, you shivering, ain't you? You're a little bit nervous, ain't you? You're a little bit nervous. Because you know what I know. The end is coming. <laughs> and it's going to be before the Super Bowl. And boy, oh boy, oh boy, is it going to hurt. <laughs> why, why, is his, why is his hat bent the brim like he's a nine-year-old playing little but, league? Right, right, right. Stephen A is not slick though. He was thirst trapping. He showed the house first, right? Yeah, Before yeah. he put it on himself, he's like, in case I got some women that follow me. You see how I'm living. All right. <laughs> Stephen A, what can you say? He loved it. The cowboy haters loved it. We talked about this game a little bit earlier, and we never got to the two most important words. Dak Prescott. How much of yesterday falls on the quarterback? Don't you, Daniel? I, don't, I thought Dak Prescott played a good game. But he's not free of blame. He's not, guys. Second and 18, the interception is still a thing. Deep in his own territory. Not yeah. the one that loses the game, so but the, this one this here. This one right here. It's second and 18. I think the game is 27-17 at yes, this it point. Is. or 27-17. It's second and 18. I mean, the, the reality is this. The Jags needed some help to come back and win this football game. If this is third and six and you're down five, we're having a different conversation. But we've seen, like I said this last week, two weeks ago, three, you're not seeing the field well. You're pressing. You're trying to do too much. And Cowboys fans, oh, you suck, Dan. Look at Dak's uh, single-year stats compared to yours. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm a better player than Dak. Duh. What I'm saying is the truth. <laughs> that something is not happening for the quarterback at a consistently high level. And you guys can run from it all you want, Cowboys fans. But the truth is this. He played a good football game yesterday. He was outplayed by Trevor Lawrence. Yes. He played a good football game um, two weeks ago. He was outplayed by the quarterback that he played against. Um, the second and eight, 18 interception is inexcusable. It's an inexcusable interception by well, a quarterback that has is paid to be a reason why you're going to be a Super Bowl contender. Let me read you a number, RC. He's thrown 11 interceptions this yes. year on 281 yes. attempts. That's more than he threw all of last year on twice as many attempts. He's thrown 10 picks since he came back from the thumb. That's the most, most in the NFL of so, that span. To, to me, the, the, the totality of that is an issue, right? That not, that's not necessarily my issue yesterday. I said this long ago okay. that the problem is we keep waiting for Dak to take some elusive step. 
right, to someday become Patrick Mahomes or someday become Joe Burrow. That's not a step he's going to take. The reason we thought this team could be good when they had Cooper Rush was one, Cooper Rush worked to protect the ball. Sure. And Kellen Moore and Mike McCarthy and Dan Quinn designed a game plan that was complimentary. This team isn't playing complimentary football. Dak Prescott has to make a better throw when you're up 10 points and you're deep in your territory. Absolutely. Yeah. But also, the team let the Dallas Cowboys down yesterday. The, the, yeah. the Cowboys, two losses since he came back. They've had double-digit leads in the fourth quarter of both, Green Bay and then right. yesterday. That's not him. For those who are just joining us, what's the one word you use for the Cowboys Soft. And, and when I look at it, their defense to me, look, they've had we, – we, we, they're supposed to be built once they get a lead to, to suffocate you. They're soft. They don't put you away. And, and when we talk about this team rushing the passer, mm-hmm. oh, man, can they rush the passer. So much so, they got one sack in the last 72 dropback passes. And, and that's against Houston and Jacksonville, who's one of the worst in the league at that. And, and to me, all they got to do is face the Eagles next week. Good luck because they're one of the best at protecting the yep. quarterback. But I look at it this way. Dak Prescott, the thing that is missing with Dak Prescott, there's two things. Number one, he doesn't have Amari Cooper. It's a different offense now. The other thing is, Use your athleticism. What happened? I don't see it as much. He doesn't I don't, run I don't, anymore. I don't think he's – I think we're confusing the athleticism now. Dak Prescott is no longer that quarterback. When Dak Prescott gets That's out of the pocket, it, 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 it's, it's not Justin Fields, which it, it never was, but it's not Jalen Hurts. He's not one of – he's not Josh Allen. And so getting out of the pocket for Dak Prescott is to create opportunities to throw the ball down the field. This, as a, as a team, the Dallas Cowboys right now aren't as good as we hope. Hope they be when they win on a four and one run with Cooper Rush. Super quick. I don't. I can't be quick here because I think we're just. I, I, we are giving such a gloss over pass to Dak Prescott, in my opinion. I agree that he's not going to uh, make this jump to be um, Patrick Mahomes or Joe Burrow. But when are we capable of holding him to an expectation and a standard? We always say to so, like, if this was so another, if Jalen Hurts did that yesterday, or if um, Tom, we'd be killing him. The expectation is quarterback. Uh, the the defense has got some injuries. The offense has got some injuries. I, I've said this if, for if years. If he did what, Danny? They went twenty five for thirty points. Dak never but gave guys, up they, forty and, points. And, but like, you're supposed to control the game as well, no? Like that yes. second and eighteen interception yeah. is a massive also, swing. Point. Turn around and hand it to 20 and 21. There's a Dude, lot. We, so, give, so, him, so, we so, give him so many not, breaks. Man. Why are you so mad? It's not about a break. Like, he actually did not play bad yesterday, I, though. I, but I started this segment agreeing with you. But we right. always glo- – like, nobody's glossing on – it's who he is. Dan, it's who he is. Like, if, when we you show up passes. to work, when you show up to work, I don't ask you to be Stephen A. I'm <laughs> never going to ask you to be that. I want you to be the best Dan you can be. At some point, I'm saying the conversation has to come, is that's who Dak is. We're, this is the play we can expect from him. So you're, so you're sitting there and saying we should no longer – we shouldn't expect him to be a reason why the quarterbacks win – the Cowboys win a Super Bowl. Well, no, maybe absolutely what not. Maybe what he's okay. saying is we shouldn't judge him by his salary because at the end of the day, we had totally different conversations about him before he had the contract and after he got the contract, yeah. and right now he's getting paid what like he you? is a Super League quarterback. Don't you said don't players, pay good players great, great player, player money. money. They put themselves in that bag by not getting the that's deal done early when they could, quarterback. and here's where they are. You know, Let's he would have got the money from somebody, I can assure you. This would be a whole nother show. Let's, let's, Dak Prescott 
deserved his money. Yeah. And now right. we're looking at it through the wrong prism. He's, he's other than protecting the football, he's exactly the same dude. All right, we will come back. No, Allie, let's stay on it. <laughs> I promise. That's Allie, our producer, who is yelling, get to the next game, which we have to because we have to show you what happened yesterday between these two star quarterbacks, Tom Brady and the next Tom Brady, whose name is Joe Burrow. <laughs> Early on, it was a tale of two halves. The actual Tom Brady looked like Tom Brady yesterday in the first yeah, half. At the line of scrimmage, you can see a little hand signal, kick the ball out to the perimeter. It's almost like an extended handoff. Touchdown, Tampa. The Bucks had a 17-0 lead, and then the second half happened, beginning with this. What the heck was this? Some miscommunication, yeah. right? It looks like there's some form of at the line of scrimmage. We're going to determine fake punt or not. Gio Bernard, it looks like he's anticipating a regular punt. Not ready for that snap. Huge turn of events. And then Tom Brady, RC, turned the ball over on three consecutive possessions. Like, this loss is on Tom Brady. Tom Brady can't come out, turn the football over, and expect his defense to continue to hold against a team like the Bengals. Here's a deep cross in the back of the end zone. T. Higgins wide open because you doubled Jamar Chase. So the Bengals go for two, don't get it at 17-12. Brady, again this time, they knock it out. Yeah, great stunt. Logan Wilson, the linebacker, starts at the middle of the line of scrimmage, wraps around, left nice. hand punch, out a huge, again, swing of momentum towards Cincinnati. You could just feel the game going in this direction, and here's they go. They take the lead to Tyler Boyd. RC just said a great adjustment. Doubling chase happens yep. again here. Safety drive down Boyd one-on-one. And then how about this? A Brady turn. What is that? That's a very poor handoff. I mean, the quarterback stops, put the ball in the belly to the back. You want to see Leonard Fournette clamp down as his handoff hits him. Just poor timing just between though. the two. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I kept waiting to see someone from the Buccaneers yelling at Tom Brady. I mean, he's looking for someone to <laughs> yell at. After this one, the only person to blame was himself. Jamar Chase takes it in, giving the Bengals a 27-17 lead. And then, for good measure, here's Brady getting picked off again. Yeah. They finish the game with four turnovers, <laughs> all of them on the quarterback. Pass rush <coughs> to get home for Cincinnati. Get home, get home. Ball flutters in the air. Take away for their defense. And, and so the Buccaneers, they continue to lead that division and be in playoff position because the division <laughs> is so extraordinarily bad. They're 6-8. and eight. Everyone else in the division is 5-9. and nine. So Someone's going to win that 7 and 10. Yeah, that, I mean, exactly. It, it's just horrific. And host a playoff game. That's correct. Right now, Tampa hosting Dallas is the likely first-round matchup. Meanwhile, you know who the door is open for? Aaron Rodgers oh, no. and the Packers. Oh, they host the Rams like tonight. Said it would. It's Rodgers against Baker Mayfield tonight. Fascinating game. Eight three years ago, I'd have been really excited about this game. <laughs> ESPN, ABC, Peyton, and Eli tonight. Going to be a great night. In the meantime, I'm not excited about this. Jared Goff and the Lions. They continue to roar toward a playoff berth. The Jets' clock management was an embarrassing mess yesterday. We'll talk about it in a minute. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. We are back on Get Up. Yesterday, this was a playoff game at MetLife Stadium between the Lions and the Jets. Third quarter, it was tied at 10. Jets first and 10. Uh, and this is probably the worst pass you will ever see. Yeah, the just the pass. nonchalant, cheese green, nonchalant mechanics. Almost a nonchalant feel pass. on that throw. Bad takeaway or bad turnover for this Jets offense and Zach Wilson. But their defense holds Detroit to a it's field goal. Such a good defense. 13-10. So good. Seven oh. minutes left, fourth quarter, still down three. This is a prayer that gets answered. Of course it is, because you're throwing it to 17. Garrett Man. Wilson, offensive good rookie here. Anytime Garrett, full of grace. <laughs> the, the Lord, Lord is with thee. Boy, you ain't scared. <laughs> and then C.J. Uzama catches his second touchdown of the day. The Jets take a 17-13 lead. Lions, fourth and inches at midfield. How about this play? Mm-hmm. Cajones, onions, One, rocks, two, whatever you three. want to call it. Get back to three. This is a big-time play call by Ben Johnson, the play caller yeah. for the Detroit Lions. Why hide? Three count. Leak him in all the way across to the backside of the defense. What a great play call. The Jets get it back with a minute 49 and three timeouts remaining. Did I mention they had three timeouts remaining? This is third and 19. Wilson, Garrett Wilson. Yes. Look at the time remaining. A minute 15 when he goes down. They do not do have a timeout use remaining? a timeout. 23 seconds tick off the clock before this play is snapped. They wind up getting another completion here. Jets still don't use a timeout. They had all three of their timeouts. They don't use one. Four plays later, there are 14 seconds left. This is fourth and 18. This is a miracle from Zach Wilson. He throws it. Elijah Moore catches it. He's going to go down with one second left. The Jets use a timeout. So let me make sure we're clear here. The Jets wind up kicking a 58-yard field goal on first down with one second left and a timeout remaining. Greg Zerline never had a chance from 58 yards away, and it's no good. Lions may make the playoffs. Giants, Jets, excuse me, may miss it because of that loss. Here's Robert Sala on his clock management. With three timeouts, feel like um, anything in bounds. Obviously, you, you can be aggressive. You can still just trying to save as many timeouts as I can. Um, I can probably look back at it and say we could have used one for sure. Uh, but at the same time, when you have three timeouts, time is not an issue whether you use one there or not. Okay, so forgive me if my head explodes. Time is not an issue. Well, when you wind up kicking a field goal from 58 yards away on first down with one second left and you only use two of your three timeouts, time isn't an issue. Time is the issue. So I don't want anyone to tell me that the quarterback cost the Jets that game yesterday, okay? Zach Wilson certainly didn't play great. He isn't great. He may, in fact, wind up being a huge mistake and a bust. But he did enough things yesterday to have them in a chance to win that game and the the coach blew it at the end. That is how the Jets lost yesterday. Someone tell me I'm wrong. You're wrong. T- tell yeah. me why. Uh, uh, Zach Wilson played poor. I mean, th- he's mentally broken, can't see the field. I don't know if he could think. I don't know how smart he is. 
I want to talk about the tight end, the, the timeout situation, though, because I disagree with you. Here's, here's what I would say would be the overall thought when that start drive starts. We got three timeouts. Once we have our first snap under one minute, that's when we pop a timeout. So I don't agree saying we should use one there. You got plenty of time. Now, call a timeout here on this completion. I'm with you yeah, on that, that Greeny. Right like, in I that agree. moment, that would be the first time that I would call a timeout. But here's the reality. That drive had nine snaps. Part right. of it, okay? This fourth and 18, great play, all that. Their nine snaps went sack, incompletion, completion. That's the third and 19 to Garrett Wilson with 112 on the clock. Next play is incompletion. The next play is a completion, that second and 10 to Garrett Wilson. That's when you call timeout. But even then, they go incompletion, sack, uh, timeout called an incompletion. So we could sit here and bang the coaches for the lack of timeout use. The reality is this. The operation of that two-minute drive and the number one thing by the quarterback is not taking sacks, getting the ball out of your hands, and trying to move the ball forward never happened. So the first play, Greeny, the very first – I'll tell you this. To start a two-minute drive, the number one thing quarterbacks get taught from the very first play. Don't take a sack. Don't take a sack. He takes a sack on the first play. So I get, like, call the timeouts, call the timeouts. They don't lose that game because of lack so, of timeouts so, so getting used. So, so are you what, – what you're saying is it was the operation that didn't allow them to, to, to use the timeouts. To be in these situations where you. you want those timeouts to get used. Right. Absolutely. I got you. Well, I thoroughly disagree. <laughs> I, didn't think the, I didn't think the kid played that badly. Look, he makes the easy stuff hard and the hard stuff easy. They did not play to his strengths at all. The one drive where they scored a touchdown, they had him rolling hey, right, rolling left. They hey, never did it again. You know what's making me laugh? Though? What? Have you ever seen Big Trouble in Little China? No, I have not. You, you don't remember when the guy saw, he saw like the master was dead. He just puffed himself up and blew his head up. <laughs> <laughs> he just went, I don't know and what you're head, talking about. And his head just blew off. Okay. Well, that's what you were headed to. Greeny, here's, the, here's what happened. The biggest your, game team, the, Greeny, your team played the exact way your team has played the entire season when that dude was the quarterback. Actually, kind of better than they played in the other games when that dude was the quarterback. Defense was elite. Huge goal elite. line stop to start the game. You thought you get a turnover, you forced the field goal. Defense did everything they were supposed to do. Detroit executes better on a fourth and inches. That's nobody's fault. That's right. saying the Detroit Lions were prepared for that moment and they executed. Offensively, when you put Zach Wilson in that position on that last series, you aren't expecting him to execute it the right way. And he goes out and he makes some Zach Wilson plays, right? We got to see a little bit of pro day. Oh, I can scramble around. But what can you do on time? What can you do the way that the quarterback have told you no. to do it? Can you get the football out of your hand? Can you not take the dumb sack? None of those things happen. That's why they lose the game. Yeah. You get a flash and then you get the truth. He lies to you, Greeny, and you want to believe it. But sometimes you got to just take it for what it is. They got beat by a better team and a team that executed better yesterday. Look, Zach Wilson's not there yet. But are you kidding me? Zach Wilson made some phenomenal plays, oh, guys, including the third and 19 no, pass yeah, 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 yeah. and including the fourth down pass. Those are <laughs> enormous plays by a young quarterback. I get it. The whole picture is the problem, the terrible interception, but you know all what? those type of things. But I'm going to say this. You know what? I, I left that them. game go ahead, thinking go, that, go, look, go. I, I've had young quarterbacks or whatever. You see the talent here. Does he have to get better at, at being an NFL quarterback and understanding the game? 100%. Yeah, okay. 
But he makes some plays Rex. here from a competitive standpoint. The third and 19 throw was ridiculous. That's a sick throw. It's so is the fourth down yeah. throw. How many guys throw. can do it? More Jack quarterbacks can do it? I don't think so. Guys. Are we watching the same games? Yes. Apparently not. He was bad. No one's suggesting he was anything you, other than bad. The they still have a chance to win. One touchdown and loss. Yeah. They lost. Yeah. They've done that three they, times. By the way, they gave up a 17-play drive can we watch this take? on that. Can we, can we, we play just going to that? Okay, I'll, I'll, go to this, I'll go to the second pass of the game. RC, this is double lion. This is a safety dropping down on the hash. He's looking at Mims playing against Okuda, who's their number one corner. Garrett Wilson's against the number two corner. That ball should get thrown to Garrett Wilson 100 out of 100 times. That's the second pass of the game. Here's the interception. This is zone coverage. That corner plays high. But this play's not there. You have to do something. And look at the nonchalant, like, I'm just going to fart this ball out to the sideline, mm. and then it becomes a takeaway. Yes, very Even though your defense is getting... Absolutely playing lights out. This throws to me the everything. You want to see a quarter. This is seven yards. This, look at, uh, please, I don't want anything bad to happen with the ball. I'm not trying to kill the young man, honest to God. I feel bad for him. But for us to sit, uh, like, I get, I get it. I get where you sit there and say, like, man, that third and 19 plays so great, great of the play. fourth. Why would it third and 19? We're having two different conversations for no obvious reason. You're telling me that I'm saying Zach Wilson played great, and I'm not telling you anything of the kind. No, but you're sitting I'm here saying they have an opportunity the... to win the game at the end, and they don't use their timeout, so they didn't give him a chance. Greedy, he they... never had a chance to win the game at the end, which he easily could have done. They were in third and 19 and right. fourth and 18. And he completed because... both of them. Because... And they didn't have – and then they ran out of time. They lost the you game because they ran I'm too out nice to quarterbacks. You guys say I cut quarterbacks too much slack. We are to we're totally on different pages right. when it comes well, to By this the way, stuff. Detroit's pretty good. Yeah, they're, they're we'll talk good. about the Lions because they're going to the playoffs. Roll a bump. I, 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 I need some time to calm down here. I can't believe we the conversation. Enough timeouts. It's fourth and 18. He converted the fourth and 18. We're going to talk about uh, Dak next. Stay there. This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> this is my job. They actually paid me to be here on Monday morning. This is crazy.